Peace, kings and queens. It's your girl, DJ Jayla Experience. And you're now listening to Kings and Queens Radio 2025. New Year, same old me. Stay tuned. Peace, kings and queens. It's your girl, DJ Jayla Experience with Frequency Flux. Peace, peace, peace. Today we're at Central Station T-Shirt Parlor at 572 Sunrise Highway, Baldwin, New York, 11510. We're here with DC3. What up, what up, what up? Did it up. <laughs> yeah, the mayor of this Long Island thing. You understand what I'm saying? This is, this is a brother who's been holding down a business for 30 plus years. Um... Dealing with the music, dealing with the fashion, uh, a big part of this Long Island movement and whatnot. And we're going to interview him today. We want to see what he's cooking up, what he's doing, how he's feeling. Um, yeah, and, and, and hear the brother out. The brother is definitely a tool. Peace. And a warm welcome for his launch of completely his entire store of his own line of merchandise. Sweaters, shirts, hoodies, pants, sneakers, hats on hats on hats. I will have the visuals later on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Well, well hip hop starts here. All right. When the last so, time y'all was here? What was that? We was here so in the, in the summer, right? summertime before my birthday oh. and whatnot. What, what Picked up was the that? pieces. That was that was July. July. That was July. Right? That was July. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, July. it probably was like a lot July of change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, As y'all yeah, see, yeah, right? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> well, then add a lot has changed. A lot has changed. <laughs> so tell the people what's been going on with you. Um, you know, what I'm saying let them know your handle. Let them know what you do. I know you. You my brother. I knew you for at least like. 30, 25 Damn. years, and, and and a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, you always, I remember you when you were Y'all better was, cut it out, you're aged like a glass come of wine, on. I can't tell who's, uh, what, how old right, y'all are, right, right. come on. But defi- definitely, a staple. Hello. definitely a staple, definitely a staple in Long Island, definitely a staple, you know what I'm saying, this is my brother, this is the king, you know what I'm saying, this is the mayor. Um, DC3, tell them about yourself. A lot of titles. You did? <laughs> it is, it is. A lot of titles. You know what I mean? Nah, but yeah, so, well, yeah. You know, they're here right now in uh, Central Station T-Shirt Parlor, CSTP. Um, like I said, we went through, you know, many different variations. You know what I'm saying? Of uh, the store mm-hmm. and uh, different businesses and uh, different formations of the store right starting with underground flavors yes. was the first store that i had in freeport mm-hmm. back in 92 when did you first notice you had a, a talent with clothing or anything like that or with hip-hop well artistic talent came first mm-hmm. from when i was a child so okay. from the time i hit first grade mm. they started putting me in art classes. Wow, that's like seven years old, six, seven years old. So what happened was they started taking my art and put it in like the art teacher, his name is Mr. Johnson, Mm -hmm. right? He actually became the principal later, Mm. right? I'm sure you know him from Freeport. Right, 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 right. right, right. So what happened was like they used to take my artwork and put it on the wall and tell all the, like everyone like, 
y'all gotta do it like this. Wow. wow. They give you a project wow. and they tell you, draw it like this. Mm-hmm. And mine always came out the Ellis, you know? Mm. And he always like, be like, you know? Right, right, do right. Do it right, like right, him. Right. And Absolutely. One time I had a whole wall. The whole wall was my shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking about first, second, third, fourth. I remember that because of how much they used to, you understand? Ask you to do it. Like, please, come on, please. Right, right. That's mm. unprecedented because so, after that, now you have the whole class. Everybody has to do something to go up and now. Right, and you had your wall. own. Right, and I was drawing like comic books and I was way ahead of the, ahead of time. You know yes, what I'm she saying? Yes, she was. Yes, so, she was. As I got older, you know, hip hop came the thing or whatever. And then I started doing graffiti. Right. So, damn, it's a long history. No, 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 I know. I mean, add on. I mean, just, I know, add on. Okay, so I'm just going to tell y'all briefly. So, it's a lot of history, right? Right. So, I knew I could draw, but I always can draw technical stuff like, like I said, house scenery. Right. um, Because Trout, he can draw as well, too. Mm. Yeah, he's also going to draw. He's a young guy coming up. So, what happened was, it's like, uh, I was drawing comic books because I had millions of comic books. Mm-hmm. When I as, a, collect, as I, all artists, we all did. I right. collect comic books, right? So my mom's is from Seattle, Washington, West wow. Coast. See, you understand? Know yeah. So what happened was, you know, I'm a, I didn't grow up with my mother. You understand? I grew up with my father. My father raised me. Mm. You understand? So when we got older, when I got older. I was able to go out to Seattle and visit my mother mm-hmm. when I was like 13, 14. Right. Because we lost contact with her and then somebody, a neighbor found her. Wow. And it was like, we found your mother. Mm. And then they sent for all of, all of us and I was the last one because I was the youngest. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So I went out there and then when I went out there, that's when I discovered graffiti. In Seattle, because I not saw, even in New York, no, in Seattle, I saw the documentary Style Wars, mm. and I said I was watching on PBS thirteen. That's crazy. And, and I'm gonna tell you, this is a true story. Thirteen, so the then best I started, in the world when you don't got no cable. I started um when there was no cable. There was no cable. The Muppets. Cable. ain't had a cable. No, nigga. Yeah, that was it. Word. Art, education. You know what I'm saying? Thirteen was Muppets. PBS was all all types. So yeah, so I seen it, and that put me on to the graffiti, and I started tagging in Seattle. I started tagging. Actually, I was the first person to do it in Seattle. You understand? And I had... Now, Seattle is like a dynamic of like... A lot of Chinese people live over there. Gotcha. One of my one of my partners that I used to do graffiti with was a Chinese guy named Mr. Clean. Wow. And over there is mad interracial relationships. It's like... It's, it's like a lot of black and Chinese couples. Oh, it's mixed. It's mixed over, over there. Over there, it's like mixed, mm-hmm. the mixed world. Yep. So you see like black and Chinese, white and black. I'm like, damn, where's the black and black? Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like a gumbo pot. It was a gumbo pot. So then I started doing graffiti and then quick, I got known fast. And so what happened was, they started the police. They started looking for me because mm. I was I was DC three. Then I wow. Was so 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 DC three is actually a tag. That's my tag. 
that's my tag. That's how I started. Wow. That's my tag. So what happened was I started doing DC3 everywhere all over Seattle, Washington. And I was going from high school. I didn't go to the high school. I went to one high school, but I used to go to other high schools. Like say you, say I live in, I go to Baldwin. But I'll, I'll take the train to Hempstead. And I used to sneak into school and write my name, DC. Wow. And then I'll go to Roosevelt. <laughs> and do the thing that, yo. Yeah. That sounds it was like, like yo, how the hell did he get? You understand? Uh, yeah, and then they all of a sudden they see us everywhere. We gotta so get I got him known. now. They was they was after me, and so what happened was they caught me one day. They caught me. I was gonna break a long story short. They caught me, mm-hmm. and then they was told my moms I did hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of damage, and they said he's 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 gonna go to jail. Mm. So they arrested me. And then they gave me a court date. Mm-hmm. They didn't put me in jail because I was underage. No, no, of course, of course. So I had a court date coming up, and my mom, she was like, Lo, listen, I was in Seattle for eight months. And she said, you can go to court or you can go back to New York. I said, well, back to New York it is. <laughs> back to New York it is. We're out of here. You understand? So she said, well, I went there on the plane. And you're going back on the bus. Wow. <laughs> so I'm 14 <laughs> on the bus from New York, from Seattle, Washington, and you know what I said. Yes. To New York. It Dang. took four days. I'm about to ask how long was it? Four days. I'm on the bus back to New York. By yourself. By myself. It was like, oh, no. Nah, you got to go. Mm. You got to go. You're out of here. That's crazy. They said, because she had a husband or whatever. Right. And he was a pastor and right. stuff. And they was mad strict. And they was like, yo, you, you, you got to go. What year was this? What, what this was this? Uh, 85, probably. Mm. 80, 85. 85. That's crazy. She bro. said, uh, you, you got to go. You, you're out of here. You got to go. So I'm like, all right. So I came back to New York, and then now I'm now I'm like, cause now I'm graffitied out uh, now. So now you like, oh my so god! So now I'm like, I gotta go to fun. the Mecca. Yes. To Manhattan. To the yes. Bronx. Yes. Yes. I must go to the Bronx. Yes. So I got on this, uh, the train, mm-hmm. and I didn't know where I was going, but I said I'm gonna get to the Bronx. I didn't know how, but I got there. <laughs> you understand? I I got to Penn Station. Once I got to Penn Station, I said. How do you get to the you Bronx? The, and they told you. And they told me. Mm-hmm. And I went right to the Bronx. And I went right to the writer's bench. And I went up to the writers. And I was like, yo, what's up? It's me. It's, it's me. <laughs> it's like, who are you? I went up to the crowd and everything. Now, mind you, this is the 80s, fam. Niggas, they niggas doing, doing niggas yeah, 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 yeah. You couldn't go from. No. You couldn't go from block to block, really. No. You couldn't go from town to town. No. You can get murdered. Right. Just stay on play. Right. I play that right. Shit. And don't right. Don't tag over somebody's name either. And don't. So what happened was I went there and I was, it was like, where you from? I said, Long Island. Where the hell is that? <laughs> That's Staten Island? I was like, no, Long, Long Island. Island. It was like, where, where is? I was an alien to them. Like, yeah. I said, this dude is here from Long Island. Like, either he's crazy or he's just like, you know? He's an alien. I was, I was that hungry, though. 
You understand? Mm -hmm. I was that home. You, you need a fuck. I'm looking like you have an outlet. It's over here. Man, the sun. Yo, I was so hungry to, to for the art. Mm -hmm. You understand? To be part of this graffiti world. Right. I, it was that was it for me. I said, this is it. This is this is the this is the art that I want to do. Cause I've done all type of different art. Right, 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 right. Art, cartoons, mm -hmm. this, that. Uh. So I said, you know what? This is the art I want to do. And I said, this is it. So, as you don't know, part of graffiti is that you know no one had no money. No. So to get the spray cans, you have to steal, steal them. Steal them, hell yeah. So and became, then you had to change the tops yeah. on them too. So I became one of the best boosters. You understand? Mm. So yeah, I became super thief. Yo, super thief. That's crazy, son. That but it made you to a businessman. That was part of the initiation. Oh, to yeah. fit inside of the. No, I'm saying to get to, to get, where you at. No, to start doing the, the graffiti. Oh hell okay. yeah! Spray paint the cans is like was like whatever a dollar. It's like gold. But if you trying to get a hundred cans, two hundred cans, and you have no money, how you gonna get the cans? Mm -hmm. You can't buy them. Mm -hmm. So you have to go on the Pergamus and be like, <laughs> right in Freeport. Pergamus was a Freeport. Mm -hmm. <laughs> going to all them Woolworth, whatever. Bang bang bang! Now nah, they see me coming. They're like, watch him. I just I used to get so fast. They was like, watch him. I used to be like this. See, done. Oh, you gave him the turn around. I gave him the turn. <laughs> he said I turned. I gave him the turn. Bam. I gave him the turn around. Damn, son, like a linebacker. Yeah, the linebacker turned like, oh, oh, oh. You did listen. The, we gonna call it the. And Ringos. they was like, they was like, yo. Anyway, long story short, so when we when we um when I came back to the Freeport. From Seattle, mm -hmm. you know, and um, there was kids doing doing graffiti already, mm -hmm. right? And so I'm like, yeah. So who who's the king of graffiti in Freeport? Oh shit! So it was a Dominican dude named named Beaver. Mm -hmm. He was like the breakdance king and the graffiti king. I said, yeah, he's the king. All right, I'm gonna take him out. And six months. Took him out. King DC3. Oh, <laughs> I like that, son. I, I like that. I, I was a king. No, I could. It got so crazy that Mr. Johnson, they heard my name through the whole everywhere. Mr. Johnson came, got in contact with me. I was in, I was in night school, and I was about to be out of school. He got in contact with me and said, "We want you to do." The, the the back wall for the operation when they do they um, Operation Pride. No, they do the uh talent show every year. Oh, okay, okay, you know, I got the big you. The talent show they did? Got you. I they paid for me to do the whole back wall wow. of the Freeport High School auditorium. I did the whole wall. Me and the kid Beaver clicked up. We got we was enemies at first, then we got cool mm -hmm. or whatever, but he got me. I did majority of it, but we all did it together. Right. I'm not going to say I did it by myself. Right, right, right. I got too you. Much, it's too, too much, much work. work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then we had a white boy that lived on the south side of Freeport. Mm -hmm. That lived on the, well, north side of Freeport, but in the nice part. Got you. Okay. Like northeast part. By the high oh, I did, I did. Brookside. Northwest. Yeah, northwest part. Got you. Right by the high, on Brookside. He yeah, Brookside. Brookside. Right. You know, they had money. Yeah. Over there, you know. Yeah, they've been had money. Yeah, so... 
this white kid was nice and graffiti too. Mm-hmm. So we got together and we all started doing stuff together. Right. The, the Spanish kid, me, and the, and the white kid. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing graffiti, whatever, whatever. But then I'm the one that started taking it to the subways. Mm. Then I met this kid from Hempstead, another Spanish kid named Zoo. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing graffiti with him. And then me and him, because I used to, you know, me and him became more. Click. Yeah, he clicked was up. hood, like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he understood your language. And then he had a cousin in the Bronx. Mm. So it was a rap. That said, I can get y'all to the subways. Mm. So me and him went first. Mm. And then we went into the Bronx and we did the subways. We did the first train. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, like two, three in the morning. And so we did the train. The train ran. And now we got to connect now to get to the, to the, to the trains now. Get to, and we went crazy. And I took over the subway. Me and him. And then we got the white boy involved with us because he had the car. Mm, he had the camera. Right. He also had talent. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So he had the camera. We got money. You got the car. So, yeah. So we ain't trading into the Bronx. It's two hours. From, so let's from, yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. To the to Bronx. Bronx is two hours. I've lived there. It's two I know. Hours. I know. On the bus, an hour on the bus. I lived on Allington. And then an hour on the subway. Right. You know, it's two hours. That's a fact. Two hours. That's a fact. So we was like, oh, no, on a car. It's quick, it's, though. It's 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 30, 35. 35 maybe. But the way he drives... 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so we was going there doing boom, boom, boom. We was killing it, killing it. So now we took over the we took over the subway. Took, took over. I mean, and then we got the tractors because there's like, oh, people started like the movie Beach Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they started, started writing over our stuff and say, go back to Long Island and fuck y'all and this type of shit. Mm. Because at one point, New York City had locked down the paint. They put the paint, the paint still now yeah, yeah. in the cage. Right. But back then, that's when it started because of the graffiti people. Right. New York City did it first. Right. Long Island didn't. No. Long Island didn't do it because they's like, we don't have a graffiti problem. No. But we were the graffiti writers. Right. So you could come so out here and went, get oh, mad stuff. Uh, we had when they didn't have no paint, we had all the paint. So you had to be friends with me. So we had man, we was tearing them up. So we was we was doing the whole the whole cause. But they only had enough paint to do like the down, like the lower parts. We was doing the whole thing. We doing four or five at a time. And it was like a whole it we just took over. You understand what he's saying, dude? <laughs> you understand what he's saying? That's why this is we did so the whole important. thing. Long Island, they was like, yo, who all these long like so, you know. So then the the problem started, you know, mm-hmm. the violence started, right. of course, because they didn't like us being there. Right. So now people started talking crazy, started doing crazy stuff. And so then me being from a hood like you from a hood, right. now we got to get, I had to get violent with a couple of dudes. Mm-hmm. And I had to do a couple of dudes, see them, ping, 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 mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had to let them know, like, we not. We're not playing that. What? Not over here. This is not. Well, at least I wasn't. Right. You understand? Right, right, yeah, right. Oh, right. no. Stay away from DC3 because. He's bugged he out. He's he crazy. You had the, but the Spanish kid was right there. He had his back. He had a metal pipe. But you know me. He's like, he's like, I'm going to deal with that now. No, I, wasn't, I wasn't playing with that. Mm-hmm. I had to let him know because you're not going to just. If I catch you, you you think, I'm not. This ain't, this ain't a movie, man. Right. 
this is real life here. You, right. I spent eight hours doing that. Right. And you ain't going, you ain't going to buy it. Yo. In the tip. And I this is you. This is what we it's had to deal with. This, I, this is what we had to deal with as a being an artist. I catch you. As a being an artist, this is what we had to deal with. I spent eight hours doing something, and you take five minutes to go. What? Right. And then I see you. Oh, that's him right there. Oh, Astro. Bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, you, that's you. Boom, boom. Bang. Nigga, like, oh, no, right. Yeah. Because it took me eight hours to do that. Right. Absolutely. So, I had a reputation in the Bronx for that. Mm-hmm. Coming from Long Island, they was like, oh, who's this guy? You understand? Right, right, right. So, long story short, real life took over, and I couldn't, I couldn't do graffiti no more. Right. Because I'd have, you know, it's not no racism or nothing, but it's like, I'm, you're dealing with a Spanish kid, you're dealing with a white kid. Right. I'm the only black kid. Right. But we have a different upbringing. Right. So my lifestyle wasn't allowing for me to... For you to treat me like that. To, no, for me to just run off and do graffiti in the middle of the night. Oh, and not have a, got you. A, at some point, now like 2019, 1920, they looking at me like, you ain't got no job. You got no money. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, what you going to do? You got to right. you gotta work. Right. You got to get out in the work. You got to... You understand? Mm-hmm. Where they could be like, they didn't have to do that. Right, because they was they they was well off. Exactly. Got you. But me, it's like, it's a struggle. You right. understand? Mm-hmm. So I had to do it because also I was living on my own. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I had to really Make get it out do there. What do. Yeah, I had to get out. Couldn't do it. I said, yo, I can't. I got to work a job. Mm-hmm. And I'm too tired. I can't. I am not. So they... Out Caliban doing, still doing it. Them two, the, the Spanish and the mm-hmm. white kids, still doing. It. They were still doing it up until the trains was clean. Wow. You know yeah, that was to like, the point that when you get caught, that was like 94, 95. They were still they cleaned the trains like 95, 96. 94, yep. They were still going from. I stopped at ninety, but they were still going, and I was like, good. Good you luck know. with that. So ninety, but I'm glad I stopped for a reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't I didn't just I You didn't wasn't just, doing this for no reason. No I'm saying I did the graffiti, but then I stopped doing the graffiti, I picked up the airbrush. Mm. You understand? So then when I picked up the airbrush, so that's when that's where Tony comes in at. Wow. So when I picked up the airbrush and then I was having a hard time getting a job, they was like, yo, you gotta get a job. So I'm like, yo, I'm gonna start airbrushing. That's like yeah, airbrush ain't paying no money. You understand? Because they didn't see the vision. No, they was like. So I said, "All right, you know what? I tried to airbrush first, and it wasn't paying no money. Right. And then it didn't do nothing. You know. So it's like, listen, you gotta get a job, man. So I went and got a job on Church Street in Freeport at a toy, okay. at a toy factory. Okay. Like you know, stamping pens and pencils and stuff like that. Got you. Doing toys. So I got a job there or whatever. Working in the warehouse, lifting stuff. Yeah. I had mad jobs. I was working KFC. Niggas think I was just thinking, yeah, I worked at KFC. I was the chef at KFC. I worked at uh, Security Dodge, picking auto parts. I worked at uh, the last job I had, like I said. But these jobs ain't last. I was picking records. I used to be, I worked uh, at a record distributor. I used to pick the records, the vinyl. To ship out overseas, to ship out to wow. the company, I used to do that. I did a lot of jobs, man. So, 
But these jobs were like six months, this job, five months, this job, job four you. months. I couldn't keep a job. I couldn't mm-hmm. keep a job. Because that wasn't your passion. I could not keep a job. I don't know why. They said, yo, why you can't keep a job, man? Because it's not your they passion. They said, yo, DC, go get. They said, yo, fam, we, I got somebody to give you a job. I get there in the job. You listening, God. I work there. And then something happened. I have a falling out with the manager or something. And then I'm like, a couple of managers caught it. You know, how I go. I didn't know what was going on with me. I'm like, yo. The manager like, get over here. Get over here. What's shut up? Bing, bing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm fired. You know <laughs> You're fired. You understand? You're not going to boss me around. Bro. Damn. You got to watch how you talk to me. <laughs> and, and at that time. But I ain't know no better. I ain't know. No, maybe I ain't know what was going right. on. Because I'm like, damn, why I can't keep a job? Like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. So I'm like, right, so I couldn't get a job. So then I said, I got a job on Church Street. Mm-hmm. Right? So Church Street, I started working over there. I was working in this toy factory. And so I went to Tony, who's, for those that's listening, he's a mentor of mine. Right. Like I'm a mentor of his, yes, right? Yes, Yours. Yes, 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 for sure. So Tony, I went to Tony, I said, listen, I want to do airbrushing in the back of your, he had a clothing store called Tony's. Mm-hmm. I said, I want to be do airbrushing in the back of your store. And I showed him all my work and he was like, he didn't know I drew. And he was like, all right, um, he said no. First time he said no. The first time he said no. No. I came back again. He said, Tone, come on, please. Let me, let me. He said no. Second time he said no. So I came back. The third, like maybe three months later, I said, Tone, let me, come on. I don't want to work at this job. Like, I mean, I'm working at a job. I got my job. Right. Like, I'm working a job. I'm just going to do a part-time. Right. He said, all right, Dave, you know what? I'll give you a shot. I'll let you work in the airbrushing in the back of the store. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, good. So I did, went there. I did a shirt. I put a shirt in the window. And then the next morning he came in, somebody broke the window and took the shirt. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Repeat that all over again? Somebody, I took, I did one shirt and I put it in the window of his window. We and left it in the window overnight. Somebody broke his store window and stole the shirt. Took the shirt. That was my first day working. <laughs> so he already knew what time it was after that. <laughs> oh, 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 you know. No, 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 no. But what did he think when he was like? He said, "Wait, they didn't take nothing else but the shirt." They took the shirt. That's it. They took the shirt. So what did he say after that? Because if they wanted it that bad to go through that glass window to take that shirt, I know he had to say. He said, he said, wow, I never had nobody break the window for a shirt. You understand? That shit told you right then and there. So he said, don't don't put no more shirts in the window. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, we ain't put no more shirts in the window. So we put no more shirts in the window, but... I started doing shirts for, it was a girl, one girl, a female from, from Freeport High School. She's like, oh, I just want my shirt done like this. I did her shirt, front and back, and from that point on, everybody from the high school started coming to me. She wore that shirt to school, whatever she did, 
it must have went crazy. But because everybody started coming to me after that. You made me a shirt too, also too. But yeah. go on, but go on, go yes, on. Add on, add on. I started doing shirts for everybody. Add on. Then it just it starts blowing up. Yeah, because we couldn't go, we couldn't do shows started, without his shirt. It started. So blowing. we would have to wait and be like, yo, I'm about to do this show. Yo, it started blowing I need up. A shirt. So now you got five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You got sixteen. Everybody at the show yeah. won a shirt from just him. Yeah, exactly. That's where it is born. Exactly. That's how it was going down. That's how it went down. So what happened was, you know, shout out to Shirt Kings. Right. You know, Nikes, that's my boy. Shout out, peace, peace, You know, peace, Nikes peace. in the 80s, Shirt Kings was the number yeah, one. Yeah, 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 right. So what happened was when Shirt Kings shut down, they had actually went to, they had came to, when Street Gear was in Hempstead in Freeport. Mm-hmm. But Shirt Kings had came in the back. Mm-hmm. Of there, and I was in 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 there. Wow! And uh, we was like, "Oh, this ain't gonna work." How you think you think you're gonna come? Shirt Kings is gonna come in my territory? Oh nah, we not. That's not gonna happen. So I started throwing, my, yeah. Nobody would be going to Nike. They wouldn't go to him. He ended up leaving, and that's how he ended up going to Hempstead. <laughs> He tells that story to everybody. He they wouldn't corner him for nothing. They was like, "Who is this D? He knew me from the graffiti world. Mm. He didn't know I did airbrush though. He knew me as a graffiti artist. He didn't know I did airbrush. And then he was like, "Oh!" And then Fetus came into Port Knox Barbershop, Flavor Flav Barbershop. He's Remember? mean. Remember Flavor Flav had his barbershop. Yeah. Everybody's like, yo, DC, this is Fetus, this is white kid fetus. down there, he's doing graffiti, he's a play, he, I went down there, I'm like, oh yeah, he's like, oh nah, DC3, I know who you are, blah, 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 and then next thing you know, nobody would go to him either. No. And then he ended up leaving. Word. <laughs> and went back to what? Right. So, it was total dominance. Right. Nobody would go to him. Nobody because, would even. Because, yo, you had it locked, son. <laughs> I didn't He had it locked. What so I, mean I had locked, hired, locked. I hired, I had three artists hired with me. Remember, I had Baran, mm-hmm. and I had Shaquem, and I had Ajala also. Right. So I had artists, and then Ajala started working with me and all that stuff. And, and so, now we're going to get to the clothes thing. Right. So I start selling clothes. Now we get to how we sell selling clothes. Right. Right. 30 minutes in. God, right. All right, now it's because I sell clothes. Okay, so now I've always been a clothes guy. Right. Like always, back in the days, I was Hot Top Fade, Jabos, Hill Figure, mm-hmm. you know, all of this stuff. You mm-hmm. know, all the name brand, everything. I always was in this, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out and, you know, as I got older, it was in, I was spending a lot of time in the city, in the Bronx. Down in Greenwich Village, Soho, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dancing in the clubs, and Union all that Square, stuff. and all that. I was there, Union Square, all that. Boom. So after, after, like I said, I all I had to stop too because no money, right? No job. Mm-hmm. Then I had to get a job. Mm-hmm. So all that clubbing stuff was over. Cause they're like, nigga, you're going to the clubs, you're doing graffiti, you have no money. Mm. I was, I was living with, I was. Actually, getting in a lot of the clubs for free because of our style and how we. Because back then the clubs had doormen, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they 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 say you could come in and you not like Studio Fifty Four. They say you could come in or you not could come in. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the problem with that is like you come in, you can't come in. You understand? Right. So if you if your if your style and your swag is not up to par, they're not gonna let you win. Right. 
So when we used to come there, we always was ill, you know, ill dressing or whatever. So there's like, oh, let them, we walk right through. Me and my boys, we walk right through. Because we the dancers. You always want the dancers to come mm, in. For sure. Because the dancers is going to live up the party. It's going to live the party up. So all the dancers used to get in for free. Mm. You understand? So when that dried up, <laughs> I had to get a job. Right. <laughs> you know right. So when that dried up, I had to get the job. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, so back, oh, I got to tell the story though. Back to the job, right? Okay. So I was working in the job in the warehouse. Right. So when I started with Tony, I was still working the job when mm-hmm. I was doing the airbrush. Right. So I was selling the airbrush to the people in my job, like the ladies that work in the job. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. It's the... So I was selling airbrush to the job. They was, like, this. they was like, okay, yeah, this mm-hmm, is nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, you that artistic? They was like, so the manager was like, yo, you really, you really good. Listen, we're going to promote you to the art department. So they put me in the art department, me and this white lady. Mm-hmm. She was mad cool, though, right? Mm-hmm. So they took me out the warehouse and put me in the art department. Mm-hmm. So there's like, we need you to draw, like, this character is like a superhero cavity tooth character. Mm. So I drew it. It's like a cavity cop. Right. With the big cavity head and, like, the cop with the skinny body and all that. Yeah. You know so I drew it, and I was like, okay. So they got you to draw a couple lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so one day, I was in the, um, I was off work. Right. And I had to go to a dentist appointment. Mm. And I'm sitting in the dentist's office, and I see a poster. With the teeth. With my cop. Wait, 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 wait. With your design. In the dentist's office. Because that's what they did. They sold it to all the people all over the state. That's crazy, son. You understand? That's crazy. And then I went back to the job, and I said, the next day, I said, listen, my logos in my my characters in the dentist office, and it was in Garden City. You understand? Wow. And I'm like, and he was like, yeah. Well, I'm like, yo, because everybody like, D, you gotta get some royalties for that. You right. Can't. He was like, no, you don't get nothing. He said, you work for us, you on a salary. Whatever you do for us in the time that you work, in the time that you get off, we own it. I was like, but I created this. You understand? That's crazy. Son. And you telling me now you own my shit? Like, because I work for y'all for pennies? For and nothing. how many of y'all didn't put this in dentist's office? From what I heard, y'all put this in dentist's office all over America? Mm. I said, oh, so you think it's... You understand? Right, so you woke... So I woke up quick. So I'm like... So I started doing the math. I started going, okay, this is not good here. Mm-mm. So I looked at my check... My check was like two hundred, maybe one hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, right. so I'm like, wait, this check is one hundred fifty dollars a week. I make more money doing my airbrushing and all of that in one day. Yes, in one hour. Right. I said, because you do it so fast. I said in one hour. <laughs> I make this. I said, one hour, well, bro. So why am I staying here for eight hours when I could do this? And I said, and I'm only working. I'm working after I get off work. Mm-hmm. I'm only doing it part time after I get off work. You understand? So I'm like, I start doing the calculations here. So if I do this full time, how much money can I make? So I went back to him. I said, listen, I demand y'all pay me for my character. And he's like, no, we're not paying nothing for your character. 
And he said, matter of fact, get out of my office. This was the, this was on like a, you know, manager. Suicide, too, got you. Because I had to go past the, the, the warehouse manager to the to the main guy. Because mm-hmm. this is the guy cutting the checks. Mm-hmm. And he was like, get out of my office. I said, man, fuck your office. And I took his desk and flipped it over. So I'm out of here. He said, get him out of here. Get him out of here. I flipped his desk over. Man, fuck it. Now bang on the wall. I got the fuck out of there. And that's you the had last to. Job. That's mm-hmm. the last job I had. Since that was 91. That was my last job. You listening, kid? <laughs> that was my last job. And only why I'm saying that because you're an artist just like me. So it's going to be a lot of different things that you're I'm just saying to because, to. fam, like, at the end of the day, you know, that is probably still floating around dentists. Of course. You understand? Know of course. You know, they didn't make millions off of this thing already. Like, and you get nothing. Like, come on, man. So that's what I said. It's like, you can't, pe- that's that's the whole thing. It's like, you can't let people, and that's, what I, that's what's been happening to me my whole career as far as doing artwork. You, you got to be careful because people will steal your shit. Mm-hmm. And it will take different, because that's what happened with the airbrush. So I started doing the airbrush for everybody. So now, my man's, this kids, these kids from Queens, they mm-hmm. know they knew Nike and them, or whatever. They came, they saw my airbrush stuff, and then they said, "Listen, we want to buy your stuff from you, and we want to buy wholesale, and we want to sell it on Jamaica Ave." So I'm like, "All right, no problem." So I gave them a wholesale price, and then it was I was making airbrush shirts for them by the dozens. But they was killing them. And then they would take it. And put all the rhinestones and glitter on it. I just give it to them the basic. Mm-hmm. So, but they're my characters, though. Right. They wanted my characters, you know. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, Shirt Kings, they're my niggas, but they like to do characters with, like, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny, Mickey yeah, Mouse, yeah, yeah, Minnie yeah, Mouse, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it looks like with the coochie print, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that was cool in the 80s. But the right. 90s, but the 90s was grimy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like... Throw your guns in the air, right, you know? Right, right, So they don't... Now he's like, I'm not going to do characters with guns. But all my characters have big guns. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know that. Yeah, with the oh, super, super big guns. And they had to... Yo. I had the kinds of cracking their hands and, like, bold teeth and, like, yo, sitting there like, ah. You know, my characters was hood. I had the girls with the big bang on air with the head. Yo, you already it's know. It's a fact. It's like, yo, look at my cousin. It's a fact. Yo, look like my cousin. They was like, yo, that's not like my cousin. Yo, I swear to you, up and down. It's All my fact. characters with dress, with with the guns. Fact. With the guns, with, with the, the chain mask on. With the joints <laughs> on, yeah. The gangster guy. Fire. So he didn't want He didn't want to deal with none of nah. that. So that's how I took over. That's how I, that's how I came, and I had the nineties on smash, like, because mm. I was doing all the hood shit, like, you know, he didn't want to do that. He's, you know, the Bugs Bunny stuff is cute, but Bugs Bunny with a Glock with nine, a, with a Glock nine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the Glock nine, like, yeah. This. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, the Mickey Mouse with the heart kissing and like, eh. you know, that's the cool. Mickey Mouse with the big Jamie gun. holding his girl like and, this, and like, Mickey and Minnie, like, yeah. That's mm-hmm. how we did that thing. Right. <laughs> because that's where we was at in life. That's where we was that's at. That's where we was at. You know what I mean? Listen, we mobbed deep. Onyx, this. Yes. You know, it was Facts. that time. Facts. Everybody was on some army jackets. Like, 
Das effects. A lot of grimy shit. Hit squad. Death squad. Niggas want some like underground grimy shit. Niggas want some real hardcore hood shit. Yeah. You know, all that cute. Was out the door. Even all that goop, that shit wasn't even popping at that time. No, no, not in the 90s. Nah, hell no. Niggas wasn't in the 90s. It was like, that's 80s. You know what I'm saying? So, so Tone had a store. Like, say a store, like, he had a store. But his store, see, I'm I'm older, but I'm in tune with a lot of shit. Yes, you are. He was older, but he wasn't Wasn't in in tune. Wasn't in tune, no. So all the stuff he sold was like people, his... His for, age, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for like, kind of like, it was like swaggless shit. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. Man? He said swaggless. Like just crazy. But yeah, I was yeah, into yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I was just looking, ooh, just walking the yeah, back. Yeah, like, yeah, oh. right, right. That's not my. So that's not everybody my was coming in the store. I had all the young people. So everybody was coming in the store, just coming in the back. He said, "Damn, ain't nobody buying nothing. They just coming to see you." Cause I got the flavor. I was like, <laughs> I got the flavor. I got the wave. I got the wave. So, it is hard. So I go. So 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 I said, Tone. So um, let me come to the city with you. I'll come help. You know, help you buy some clothes. You know, help you with the clothes. I'll you know, help you carry the bags. Right. No, he said, Dave, come with me. I want you to help me carry the bags. He mm. asked me to come. I didn't ask him to come. He asked me to come. Okay. I said, I'll come with you. So I drove to the Manhattan with him, wholesale district, buying right. clothes. 28th Street. And then I went in there, and I was like, wait a minute. Why are you not buying this? Why are you not buying that? This is what they want. But he didn't have somebody younger with him he to point he, out what's flawed. Dave, shut up, shut up. He was like, hey, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm like, yo, don't get that, get that. And he was like, no, so... All right, came back. He had a bag full of stuff. Oh, like, this stuff is not gonna sell. You and it didn't. No, I didn't. And it didn't. It just, just accumulated, you know. Mm. So, but when you went back, no. So when I no, we no, I went back with him again. Mm. And so I was like, Tom, just try this one thing. Just get this one thing. Trust me. Just get one thing. Buy twelve pieces. You understand? Know mm-hmm. So he was like, all right, Dave, I'm. I'm if, Listen, you're going to owe me money. Who, that's what he said? That's what he said. If this doesn't sell, you're going to owe me money. I'm in my back of hell I'm like... It's going to pop. No, no, no. I, I, I ain't know that. I was just saying, I just knew what I liked. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. I didn't... I don't sell clothes, bro. I do airbrush. Mm-hmm. I just knew what I liked. You understand? But you knew what everybody else liked, too. Exactly. Because you well, was around that bracket. You around that bracket. Know, I just said, this is what... This is this is hot. Okay. You understand? Mm-hmm. So he bought twelve pieces. I said, let me take it, put it in the window. I it was like a it was like an army vest. Like the army vest with all the patches, like mm. that's me, fire. So I took it, put it in the window, put it on the hanger. Mm-hmm. Yo. Like about before the day was gone, every last piece was sold. Every yeah. last piece gone. Before the day was over. Every last piece was gone. So, <laughs> yo, it was miraculous. <laughs> yo, I put it in the window. People walk about like, yo, I need that. Every last piece was sold. That's and he looked crazy. at me like, first, first a nigga break the window for your airbrush shirt. Now you give me a vest and you sell. we sell all the pieces in one day. So he's amped now. He's like, 
you might as well just go shopping for me then. So he's like, all right, come back to the city. <laughs> so, so I go back to the city. Okay. And I said, Tom, get this, get that, get that. <laughs> so then he did all that, everything, gone. Shoot, 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 shoot. Boom, gone. So I was like, Tom, get this, get He was like, all right. So what happened was, I, I caught myself getting a big head now. You see? Ego. Mm-hmm. Let that ego get to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to go up there. Me and my man, we're going to go, go up there, there on our own. Right. We got a couple hundred. We're going to go up there on our own. So, but we, okay. So we went up there on our own. Look at this. Yo, we got this. So we bought some stuff. But where we going to sell it? You can't sell it in the his store. No, no, I can't sell it in his store. No. Because he's like, hell no, you ain't... We we went up there behind his back. Right. You understand? Right, 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 right. On so some like, super fly shit. You can't. So we call ourselves going into Roosevelt, like putting the stuff on a fence. Mm-hmm. Like trying to, on NASA Road, trying to be like, yo, mm-hmm. we, got, we got the Costco. Yo. Oh. What are y'all doing? Take this shit up out of here before we rush y'all. Oh, what do you get? You need a permit. You need a pedals license. Can't just sell mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh. So now you learning the business little right, by so little. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, yo, what are we gonna do with all this stuff? And my man was like, mm-hmm. so I went to Tone. I was like, Tone, all right, Tone, I gotta come clean. We went to the city and we bought some stuff. We tried to sell it, but we couldn't sell it. And can we sell it? His no. So I'm like, oh shit. So I'm looking crazy right now. Like, so we got all this stuff. What are we gonna do with it? So what happened was my man, he used to work out in Suffolk County mm-hmm. in um Central Islip. Mm-hmm. I'll get to the Central Islip thing in a minute. Mm-hmm. So we used to work in Central Islip as a security guard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we used to so he used to work in like a supermarket. So he was trying to, he was selling the stuff to people like on his job. Okay. You understand? Know because mm-hmm. I couldn't sell the stuff in the store and I ain't know, I didn't have no car. Couldn't, you ain't get, couldn't do I, nothing. I walk around a shopping cart. With right. Stuff. <laughs> right. What are we doing? Like, <laughs> so he was selling the stuff. He had a car. He would tell the people over the back of his trunk and like tell people, like, yo. Mm-hmm. So he sold most of the stuff in his job out in Central Iceland. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we caught an owl. You know, it was a lesson learned. Right, 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 right. This is this is a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Oh, no more clothes for me. Fuck that." At that time, I was like, "No more clothes." All right, mm-mm. that was a bad. I was burnt. I got burnt. Wow. You understand? Son. So I'm like, "Clothes, fuck clothes." You understand? I'm sticking with airbrush. Mm-hmm. So I started doing my airbrush even more harder after that. Like, and then after that, it was over. And then I was like, "No, I just I started doing mad airbrush." I wasn't thinking about no clothes. I wasn't even going to city with Tone no more. I wasn't even going. I was like. Fuck that. That shit came. I was like, yo, you want to come? Nah, I'm good. I ain't gonna. I was, I was burnt. I was like, yo, <laughs> that one thing burnt me the fuck. I ain't gonna lie, G. But it was me. It was, because it was my stupidity. Right, 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 right. You understand? You trying wasn't waiting. Me. You wasn't waiting. You wasn't I'm waiting. Trying to be the, you know. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. And you still got to go back to him. So, like, on a long story short... I'm doing the airbrush, killing it. So, Tone gets sick and goes to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So, we like, yo, what happened with Tone? He got sick or whatever. For those that hear Tone, this is, this is, this is, 
1991, 92. 91, 92. I right. came in 92. So, Tone, now, rest in peace. He's deceased yes, now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like 75 when he died or yep. whatever. But at that time, he probably was 40-something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, he got sick and he went into the hospital. And we ain't never known him for being sick. Right. Ever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um... So we was like, yo, what you going to do with the store? Tell him what's going on. What are we going to do? So I went to go to the hospital to go see him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, went home, went back to the store or whatever. We was, his son was opening up the store for mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? Because his son worked there. His son was opening the store. Mm-hmm. So we were still doing our thing or whatever. And um, he called the store one day. Mm-hmm. And he said, Dave, listen, my son can't run the store no more. He's not here no more. He can't run the store. I don't want him running the store or whatever, because he, you know, doing all kind of stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. He said, listen, there's some money in the register. It's like $200 in the register. Take that money and go to the city and buy what you want. Mm-hmm. You can sell it in the store. Mm-hmm. While he's in the hospital. Wow. He said, go buy what you want, and you can sell it in the store. I said, whatever I want. He said, whatever you want. He said, yeah, whatever you want. So I went and bought the hats with the weed plants on it. I went and bought it. What? What? You know how, you know, that was the sit back in the days, nigga. I had the Philly blunt shirts. Nigga, what? What? You oh know, my nigga, God. He went no, crazy. No, I had the ski mask. Remember the mask? You had to probably had the goggles, too. Remember the mask? Yes. Nigga, I had the mask with the hat. Remember the, the pullover hat with the brim? Right, yeah. Nigga, I brought those shits out. Nigga, like, yo. I was selling, boom, 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 boom. Everybody started coming in. I, I, did, I did the window over. They was talking coming in the store like, bing, bing. I'm selling everything. They was like, yo. So all the old stuff he had in the store, I said, yo, that suit, man. Get that shit out of here. suit. I said, give me $10. Mm. I took that money and flipped it back into the city. Mm. And replaced it. Mm. Took that old suit and replaced it. With a new suit. With an LL joint. Now I'm bringing in Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> Nigga, what? You know how that happened. You know how that happened. Come on, bro. Yo, so you put that real I'm quick. i tell you exactly what happened. So, he was in the hospital for five, for a month straight. So, the first week of me running the store, that $200... I went to the city. I went to the, go see Tony in the hospital. In my first week of working in the store, I gave him a thousand dollars. Wait, 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 wait! The first week of the first week of me running the store myself, I gave him a thousand dollars. You understand? Mm-hmm. That was. I remember it was November. Like the end of November, around Thanksgiving time, Black mm-hmm. Friday time. Right. First week of me working in there, I gave him a thousand dollars. The second week of me working in there, I gave him two thousand dollars. The third week of me working there, I gave him another thousand dollars, and then Christmas came. You understand? Wow. And by that time, I had the whole store changed. I had the whole store. I sold most of the majority of it. I had most of the store changed to what I like. You understand? Mm-hmm. So at the end, after Christmas, mm-hmm. I went up after Christmas, day after Christmas, mm-hmm. I went up there and gave him 
$3,000 after Christmas. Because I sold every, everybody was in there for Christmas. Wow. It went fucking crazy. And I know how you used to get down. I know how you got down, son. So I gave him all together about $6,000 in a month. Mm. Now, now, in store numbers, that's low. In st- real store numbers, but that's back low, then, okay. no, but back then, that's awesome. No, no, of course, his store wasn't making even two hundred dollars a week. Right, you understand? Mm-hmm. Wasn't even making that. Right, I come in at that bing, another thousand, two thousand. He's like, what the hell? It's going the fuck on. <laughs> you cooking right now? <laughs> Let me stay up in here a little yeah. bit. Y'all got some water now, <laughs> Let me stay up in. So yeah. So then, so then, I he comes out the hospital, mm-hmm. and he said, "Listen, Dave. This 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 is your destiny." He said, "This is your destiny." He said, "Listen, I'm gonna turn the store over to you." Wait, was you? Did you ever think that he was it, that was going to even come to a premonition like that? Oh, you wasn't even thinking like that. I didn't go there to run a store, man. I went there to be an airbrush artist. I didn't go there to run a store. That's you crazy, son. This is how it happened. But he seen the potential in me what I didn't see in myself. Mm. And so he went to the landlord and said, I'm going to turn the lease over to him. He put the lease in my name. I went down to the town of Hempstead and got a business license and put the business license up there. And I changed the name from Tony's to Underground Flavors. Wow. And then the revolution began. And that's how I met him. And the revolution began. And that's how I met him. Yo, that's how the revolution I met you. It was after that. It was over. It was over. Freeboard everywhere was going. Long Allen was going. I'm telling you, no, I never saw anything like it. And I'm not lying. Yo. I never saw nothing. It was Everybody was coming to <laughs> mind you. He had the music. Yeah. He had the music circle in Long Island on lock. So, so imagine if you got the art and you got the everybody. So that's what happened what, was yo. So what happened was people knew me for airbrush. Mm-hmm. They didn't know I was a rapper. Mm. You see, I was a rapper. Mm. So people would come in the store, and I'm like, "You rap? Battle me." You understand? Right. Oh, this guy owns a store. He wants me to battle him? Put a beat on. That's a battle nigga. Like, oh, nigga's like, oh. Shit, I didn't even know you did that. <laughs> I didn't even know you did that. That's how they knew I did music. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have songs. I just wanted to battle people. You understand? That's how they, they didn't know how. I never had songs, like DC3 songs at the time. Right, right, right. But they didn't know people that rap, I make battle. You, you started a revolution. I was rapping before that. Mm. So then after a while, I said, once I start doing the store thing, I said, you know what? I'm a, I'm not even going to rap no more. I'm going to start managing artists. Mm. So, but then I said, you know what? I'm still going to rap, and then that's why I created my crew. I created a crew called the Rowdy Bunch. Mm. You understand? So it was consistent of the guys that worked in the store with me, mm. and then rappers, all different rappers, artists, and all that stuff. And the crew went from four people to about 
A hundred. Yo, it was mad. It was a hundred of us. It now, was this mad. is like 92, this is like 93, 94. So around the same time Wu-Tang was creating that in Staten Island, we was creating Rowdy the Raleigh Bunch yep. in Long Island. Right. You understand? Right. So when Wu-Tang came with Protect Your Neck, we came with a song called Rowdy, but I sent, I was doing production too at the time. I was wow. doing tracks. So I sampled Method Man, I Want to Break Food, Cock Me Back. And, and, and I sampled that and and was like Rowdy, I wanna bring food, cock me back, Rowdy, all oh, that shit, and that was our set. So we had like a fifty niggas going Rowdy, you know, you're let know. the competition. Yeah, come. yeah, we had. We had yeah. So then I started. Then I started managing, co-managing the Bounty Hunters, right. another group. Right. Which was like Rowdy Bunch, but it was like six. It wasn't as many, but it was like six of them. And it was the younger. And then they had a crew called the Rambunctious. Family Tree. Family Tree, which right. y'all was part and of. And that's when we came the young the tongues. tongues. Yes. Him and Star. Right. But we thought that everything was together. We thought, see, what happened was. And it was supposed to be together. When I created the Rowdy Bunch first. Right. And then I started co-managing the Bounty Hunters. Right. I said, if we put the Rowdy Bunch and the Bounty Hunters together, we can be unstoppable. You were stoppable, and you was right. But what happened was, they didn't like each other. Right. I didn't know that. Right. Because we different generations. Right. I was in my 20s, but they were in their teens. Right. I mean, teens. Like right. Like, Right. <laughs> you know I know, because I came in 92. Yeah, because I people, got stuck in the middle. Because people thought that, people thought that, you got to understand, I started the store like, 23. You understand? Right. So all this is, you gotta remember yeah, the age yeah, range. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm for like sure. 23 at the time. Right. You understand? Running shit. So people gotta understand, I'm saying when, by the time Tone put me on, I'm like 23. Right. You understand? So you gotta understand that I look at rap and if you what And if you whack, they are throwing See, listen, everything at you. Now, you know, I'm a business owner now, I understand, but like I said before, I you didn't really know. understand about the business because People come in and ask to, they bring a shirt back and try to want to change it. I'm like, change a shirt? You ain't changing no shirt. He said, I want my money back. Refund? What? Man, get get out of here, man. The dude's like, yo, fuck you. I want get him. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody is hungry. Everybody is hungry. I want him. Yo, he beat that one. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Nigga wanted to be fun, we beat him up. Right. Come on, man. <laughs> right. We didn't know no better. Right. I ain't know no better. Right. I ain't know no better. But tell the story of <laughs> this is a, see, this is this is the crazy joint. This is the crap. I'm gonna put y'all on Yo, too. So crazy. Right? <laughs> Look, before I even came out here and I came out in 92, I had a god brother. You know what I'm saying? And he got killed. He got shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His name is uh, Mike. Mike Frazier. Mike Frazier. You know what I'm saying? And he did the more the mural. Yeah. He did the mural for so One of you know the first what I'm saying. Memorials for Freeport. I mean, shit. That was '80s, so that was like one of the first memorials on a handball called Liberty Park. And then what happened was he got killed, and that was our man. So we went to where he was living in Liberty Park, and we did the memorial on the handball wall. The Freeport Village decided, fuck him, and they painted over it. And then people started protesting, and it made the news. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So then we redid it over. Okay. 
And mm-hmm. then they printed it in the in the Newsday and all that um, battle over graffiti right. wall because they did it. You know, they they painted over it because right. it was memorial. Right. And everybody was upset. They was mad. It was a lot of protests behind it. So we went and did the wall over. And then Newsday came and did a whole story about it. Right. And then that's kind of like what put me on the map as far as the police, as far as just everybody. Like, right. oh, we know there's an artist named DC3 right. who right. did it. Right. And it's like, oh, so that's our target. Right. So I became the target from no, that point. But but I'ma you tell you, saying? but I'm gonna tell you this. The crazy thing is that I used to stare at that and read that article every freaking day. You know what I'm saying? No, it was a big I used thing. to look at that. Was that was in my crib. Before like, I met him, that was before, in my crib. Now, you know, memorials are like any, you know, yeah, regular yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But back then, but, but that, that it was, was a big, big thing, right? right? It was a big thing back Considering then. the way Liberty Park Park looks now, I'm really upset that you even did that. That's ridiculous because that park needs some fresh paint right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but back then it was like, I mean, it's always ridiculous. been black. Black. It's always been black. But I'm mm-hmm. saying is. It was they just didn't want that there. You understand? And not not like that. They not didn't like just that. want that there. Right. They wanted it just to go over just you know whoever yeah, it was. Yeah. It was I think it was out of spite or whatever because they know that people was because they were saying people was uh doing you know candlelight vigils and mm-hmm. stuff like that around it. But I'm like mm-hmm. that's what but, but see, that's what you're supposed to do. But see that was a thing that wasn't common then, which right. is common now. now. It's way common like now. Like all the candles and stuff pile up for somebody. Mm-hmm. Like no one would touch it now. But then it was like, oh no, this gotta go. Like right. it's very disrespectful. He's the originator. You understand? Well, He's the originator. One of them, but yeah, you we've seen them? you know from at least from Long Island. Right. No, no, you know, no. They all had the are... rest of pieces all over the boroughs. Right. Know, not everywhere, but. I'm just saying. No, no, but you you was the first the first time I you ever saw anything like that. For real to get a rest in peace mural. Come on. Like son. you had to be really loved, like, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, so 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 that's crazy. I'm just saying that because I came in ninety two. My god brother passed away before I, yeah, I came to the history alley. on this. You feel world, what I'm saying? World. So that, at, that's, least, at least some of it. Right, right, right. But that's why it was so <laughs> right. important for me to come and build with my brother, right. somebody that I came here, I ain't have no direction, no nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And you was the first person to make our tracks. First person exactly. to make our tracks. First person to say, yo, y'all nice. Or I'm going to give y'all opportunity. You was the first person to do my sticker. You know what I'm saying? To do to yeah, do yeah, our yeah, beats yeah, and yeah, different yeah. things uh, like that. Stuff, right. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely appreciate you. I definitely appreciate Arja Law. Yeah. Um, oh, for yeah. even believing and seeing the vision. And that's why I had to come here. That's why I was like super duper important. Nah, Arja Law was very talented. Me. Very talented, bro. Very important for me to come Pop over chemists. here. What? The chemists, <laughs> the pyramids. Um, yo, wow. son, through the good and the bad, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it was dope. Because just like you said, I'm a brother that I was born in Brooklyn. Right. You know what I'm saying? But since I was in foster care, I moved everywhere. I lived in Manhattan. I lived in the Bronx and whatnot. But coming out here, it was a different type of genre because people was like, oh, it's white. It's white people out here. Right. Oh, it ain't like that, this and that. But when I came out here and then I go back to the city, I'm like, nah, son, they out there. We out here. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Until they actually saw me coming back with different type of things and whatever and right, seeing the way right. I looked. They was like, yo, you calling the vibe. I said, there's a vibe out there. And I'm coming out there. Yeah. And then next thing you know, we here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. DC3. 
You know what I'm saying? The guardian. You know what I'm saying? The boss, the mayor. And this is that and this is why why I'm calling him that because I know him from always having a business, always keeping his eyes on the prize, um, always directing the youth in the right direction with a little bit of knowledge that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He always pushed us and whatnot. So as us coming out of school, the first before we even went home, we came to his store. Mm. You understand? Um, I wouldn't be because music saved mm-hmm. our lives, yeah, right? Music, definitely. Right? Definitely. So coming from high school, mm-hmm. before I even touched in the crib, we was at the store. You know what I'm saying? This was the Mecca. And it still is the Mecca. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to give my brother flowers before anything to let him know I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? You right. never caught it on the community. Mm-hmm. I always see you doing something with the community. I always see you building your brand and whatnot, and you give the best advice. You know what I'm saying? Try to. No, no, no. You do. You do. Now, however anybody else take it, that's on right. them. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Course, but course, for me, you gave me the best advice. And now I'm at an age, I'm a grown man or whatever. I can let you know, like, yeah, son. Yeah, definitely. I definitely appreciate that. So you, you know what I mean? So you got to look at it like when you run a business, when you, you're not even you're not even thinking about owning a clothing business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As far as me. Right. I was I was actually making enough money doing airbrush that I didn't even have to even own a business. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could have I could have I was living I was living my you know paying all my bills just off airbrush. Mm-hmm. You understand? So then when I got into the clothing when I when I started owning mm-hmm. the store, mm-hmm. then it really everything you know everything took off. Right, and everything started to come together because you had the tools already to right. put things in the store. And then I became and then like I said in '94. I had made my own clothing line, mm-hmm. UP Underground Apparel, right. Underground Apparel U, UP. I did that um, back in '94. Uh, then we did uh, the showcase. I did. Uh, you had talent show. Hempstead Movie Theater. Hempstead um, Round. No, I did Hempstead Movie Theater. Was the first show I ever did. Okay. Okay. And okay. that was in Hempstead because. I actually was one of the. I actually was the first person to do a rap show at the Hempstead Movie Theater. Wow! Because I had to convince. Because I went there for a comedy show, and I was like, "Yo, I want to put a rap show here," because I had all the rappers coming to the store. Right. So I'm like, "I want to put a rap show here." Like the I used to go to the Lyricist Lounge all the time. Mm, right, right. So I, was, right, I want right. to do something like this, the Lyricist Lounge in Long Island. Mm. So I went to the guy that ran the movie theater was mm-hmm. this, this fat white guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, I want to put a rap show here. Mm-hmm. He's like, a rap show? No way. I said, listen, I own a business. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's a Freeport. He came to my store mm-hmm. and seen the store. And he said, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance. See, the business opened the doors for me because he just think... I was you're an individual the, I'm person. Not some, I'm not so knucklehead. You understand? Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, so maybe he could. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm going to. You understand? I'm going to do what So do. he said, okay, well, it's going to be $1,000 to rent it. Okay. okay. Here you go. You got 500 down, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I'll be. Gave it to him. What? You understand? Mm. So then we made up the flyers. Then we started selling tickets. 
ten dollars each. It was a wrap. And that show, we now this was the big theater. Oh hell yeah, of course. We packed that show, five hundred people. Right. Wow. Right. Five hundred people to the balcony. If you ever been to Hempstead Movie Theater, no, 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 the no, big no. Movie, we was at the they, it was it yo. was all the way to the top. We got footage of it though. Yeah, you understand? Wow. It was packed. Wow. He was like, "Holy shit! I can't believe you. We know you had this many people for movies. For movies, because the comedy show was empty. Right, you accomplished a lot, a lot of firsts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he was like, "Wow!" So then after they see me do it, other people started. Jumping on the bed, you know, mm-hmm. and then guess what happens? They, start the first, they started fighting, they started beefing, mm-hmm. the whole Terrence Avenue started kidding. Now, I had Hempstead involved. Mm-hmm. Like, I had Hempstead involved in a lot of my shows because right. they respected me. But they wasn't like saying The other people that was doing the shows, they had no respect. Right. So the Terrence Ave was coming around and they was taking over the shows. No one else can rap for Hempstead. This is our town. And it, and it started a whole bunch of drama. Mm. So that's when this fighting started and all that stuff in there. And then, guess what? See, what happens is with these sometimes these guys, right? You come and you show them how black people can make money. Mm-hmm. And then they go, whoa, this black dude did it. So if I get mm-hmm. five others mm-hmm. like him, we can make... But see, five others ain't going to do what I'm going to no, do. no. So what he did was got five others, and then next thing you know, you're ducking and hiding, and you're running in the booth, like, oh, my God, they're fighting. Oh, well. That's what you wanted. You wanted that. <laughs> you wanted five You paid others. for that. <laughs> you you got money that. hungry mm-hmm. because those shows were packed, too. Mm. You understand? Right. They they started packing the shows, too. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I did it I did it first. And you did it but with then, quality and style. And I did it with quality. Exactly. No drama, no fights, no nothing. Right. And I did many, I did a lot of shows there. You understand? Mm-hmm. But then people started messing up. Right. So then I started downsizing, going to the smaller theater. When I was doing the mic check in the smaller theater. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it kept... All the nonsense stuff happened. I did a fashion show there and everything. All the nonsense started happening. He, he, they stopped all the shows there. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So this is this is how this goes. Once the shooting starts, once the you know this is this they shut up. everything down. They, they shut, shut everything, everything down. down. It started mm-hmm. nice, and then it got and crazy. Then it got crazy. And then the man don't want to deal with none of that. Then it got crazy because what happens is they get they get money hungry, and they think that they can get any black guy in there. And he gonna do whatever, you understand? Mm-mm. So you know this is how this goes. So long story short, so like I was saying is before, when I was telling you, it's like you can't have, like you can't force an idea, right? You understand? You can't force an idea. Right. Who just talking about that today? So what I was telling people, I said, they said I did a ninety, I did a clothing store, clothing brand in 94 mm-hmm. it was for the name of the store underground flavors right mm-hmm. up so when i when i close underground flavors so now i gotta tell y'all i tell y'all the good parts and i gotta tell y'all the bad yeah, parts mm-hmm. you know you gotta know the, mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 good and the ugly of this the business mm-hmm. so what happened was without going to the whole thing because i don't want to even you mention certain you. people mm-hmm. but i end up going out of business at that store because mm-hmm. of decisions that i made mm-hmm Right? Right. And I end up going out to Central Islip 
and selling clothes out of my man barbershop. Mm. So my store ended up closing, and then I had to I had to go back, and then I had to go in. I was at the Central Islip every day, selling clothes out of my man barbershop, mm-hmm. and they were selling. Mm-hmm. We was making money. We was I was doing both at one time, mm-hmm. but I was selling clothes for him. Remember I told you the guy that I was selling clothes with, so mm-hmm. he had owned a barbershop later. Mm-hmm. So I started putting. We started selling clothes out of his barbershop. We mm-hmm. was making good money out there. Mm-hmm. So when this store closed down, mm-hmm. I had to go out there, Central Iceland. So I was selling clothes. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about it, that's when I had met. This is not, this is about um, yeah, about ninety five somewhere around there. So I met Keith Murray at that time. You understand? Mm-hmm. He was a knucklehead down walking down the street on Carlton Avenue, mm-hmm. like selling drugs or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was in the barbershop all the time. You know how to yo, let me get in, get some heat. Let me, you know, go back out on the block. Mm-hmm. That's how I met Keith Murray. You understand? That's why me and him been like just before he was famous. You know Fire. what I mean? Fire. So long story short was my man. Decided that me being, after I lost my store, me being out there with him was a burden to him. Why? He just said, like, I'm just here every day. And it's like, yo, you're not cutting hair. You're just out here just, you know, hanging out, really. Because whenever somebody buying clothes, I'm just here to sell the clothes. Mm. So if no one's not buying the clothes, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Watching TV, just sitting around, talking, but you're not cutting no hair. So he's just like, it was foul. You know what I'm saying? It was foul. So I just said, yo, you know what, fam? Give me my money. Give me half the money. And we part ways. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, I had lost, I got out of control. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that with the store. I got out of control. <laughs> and Tone came to me and said, listen, you fell behind in the rent. The landlord doesn't want you here no more. You, everyone complains about the store. The store's out of control. I got to take the store back from you. Mm. You understand? Mm. So he gave me, you know, so he took the store back. Mm-hmm. The landlord transferred the name back into his name. He paid whatever I owed and went from there. So now... Long story short, so now I went out to Central Iceland. Mm-hmm. And my man did me dirty. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. So now I had to go back to Tone and be like, yo, listen, let me just get one wall in the barbershop mm-hmm. just to sell shirts. Mm-hmm. So Dave, you know, so let me get one wall. So he gave me a wall. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, boom. So now again, the magic starts. I went to the city with the money homie gave me, right? Mm-hmm. The money I had invested or whatever. And I went and bought a whole bunch of shirts. Tommy Hilfiger, Polo, this. And in one week, all the shirts sold out. Then the next week, everything sell out. Sell out. Sell out. You understand? So now, the part I don't, I, 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 I'm missing a part. Because I don't want to put certain people no, 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 in it, and I gotta got got leave it out of it because so it's an important part of the story. But <laughs> I, I don't, don't want to get sued. So I don't that's want fine. people no, because I'm not trying to get certain. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. So long story short, um, I ended up making enough money that I could open up 
this another store. Oh wow! For this the t-shirt wall. Huh? That's funny. Off the t-shirt wall. What out? Peace, brother. We're doing podcast. What's up, my brother? How you feeling, kid? Chilling, chilling, chilling. So, at, off the t-shirt wall, I ended up opening up another store that was bigger than the store that I had. Wow. You understand? Only do it. So I end up making that store hot. That was underground apparel. You understand? Got you. So what happened was. So now, long story short, after that, this is like 96. Mm-hmm. So what happened was there was this guy that was in the mall, some Spanish dude, that was burning down all the stores in the mall. Every store in the mall. He was burning, burning down on purpose. He was burning down on purpose. People wow. thought that was just going up on fire, but he worked oh for the fire goodness. department. He was burning the stores down, and he got caught later, and my store ended up getting burnt down. Oh. You understand? Yeah. That's crazy. So I got to tell y'all, the, yeah, so my store ended up burnt down, and everything I had was lost in that store. Oh, my goodness. Everything. Airbrush, everything. Done. Done. My daughter, that was 95. That's crazy. My daughter was one years old, 92 years old, and I had nothing. Store ended up, boom. That's crazy. <laughs> so I had to go and start working for somebody. Again, what you don't want to do. Which I never worked for nobody. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I didn't go work for somebody. So I worked for a person for three years. Right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I ain't want no store no more. Boom, boom, boom. So then, like I said, I'm sitting in the store. I'm working in another store mm-hmm. for somebody. Mm-hmm. That's not my store. Right. I'm, I'm just a salesperson. Mm-hmm. So... In walks the guy from School of Hard Knocks. Mm. From Vaughn's. They mm-hmm. had the Queen Seven shirts back in the yeah. day. Yeah. Those was the hottest shirts going. And he walks in the store. He's like, Yeah, we're trying to sell some School of Hard Knocks in here. We got this. We got the Queen Seven. We got the Bronx. We got this. I said, Yo, we're Long Island. I said, Oh, man, nobody wants Long Island. I said, Long- Nobody wants Long Island. What? Nah, come on, bro. They're like, he said, yeah, man, I don't, you know, nobody asked for Long Island. Oh, you know. I'm like, not Strong Island, nothing? He was like, nah, nobody wanted. So I got, I was like, all right, fam, nah, we're not buying nothing from you, bro. We're not buying nothing. So, whatever. When he left that day, you he started showing up your job. No, I drew this, the Nassau. Mm. I drew the Nassau. You understand? When he left, right after he left, I drew the Nassau. And then I got with my man, and now the same kid that I told you that, that years later, before, 96, now this is 90, 96, he kicked me out of the barbershop. I came back at my other store. No, 95, he kicked me out of the barbershop. 96, I had my store for like a year. It got burnt down. Mm-hmm. Then I was working for store 96, 97, 98. Mm-hmm. Now we're in Nassau Road in Uniondale. Wow. And so that's... Three years later, that guy came from Central Islip, mm-hmm. and we made up, you know, became like right, right, friends right, right, right. And then me and him partnered on the Nassau. We went 50-50. Mm-hmm. So I printed up 12 shirts. Again, an hour, gone. They were gone. So from the Nassau shirts, we sold thousands of those. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, listen, we we he held on to all the money, so I'm like... We had like probably maybe five thousand dollars mm-hmm. saved up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, I'm opening up another store." Mind so that's when I said, 
went to Central Iceland, and I said, I'm going to call a central station. Mm. That's when I started. That's how that started. Off of the Nassau shirts, though. The Nassau shirts opened up another store. Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but look, but look. So two years, three years down the line, two years down the line, I don't know nobody in Central Iceland. This nigga works in the barbershop, but he didn't get nobody to work there. So now I I'm I took over the I that Nassau I had the Central Iceland store, mm-hmm. but then I took over the store in Uniondale. Right, absolutely. I yep. took that store over yeah. too. Yeah. So then I had both stores, Central Iceland mm-hmm. and Uniondale. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in Central Station in both. So now I'm in Uniondale, but I can't go out to Suffolk all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling this guy, yo, you need to pull your weight up and get somebody from Suffolk to work in the spot. Mm-hmm. He couldn't find nobody to work for the stop. And then come to find out, niggas, you know, niggas out there, they didn't even respect him. Because they was coming there trying to violate the store when I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, oh, fuck him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hold on, fam. So that whole store just went down the drain because he wasn't pulling his part up. Mm-hmm. So that's when I just focused on Nassau Road. Right. You understand? I left Central Iceland alone, and I just, and you know, from Nassau Road, from it, was, there, uh, it was done. It was, <laughs> it was done. I just said, yo, we just going to fall. It I'm was done because you, you, you picked the, uh, the perfect location because the vein runs straight Nassau but here's the thing, though. Straight through. When I got to Nassau Road, though, it wasn't the perfect location because there's many stores that was came before me that went out of business. Right. We had to make that the location. No, but you had the crowd, though. No, you I'm saying, had but with the, the whole crowd, vibe. the crowd made it the location. You understand? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because these people didn't have the crowd, though, that, right. that failed before me. Absolutely. And after me. Absolutely. You understand? They Absolutely. didn't have the crowd. Absolutely. So when you, when you have the crowd... Because we started doing stuff with the music. We did right. the Don Diva mixtape. You was we did, doing We did a lot of stuff music. with music, so that bring a lot of people. And a lot of people start coming to the store because of the music. Right. And this was a lot of the stores didn't have. They didn't have nothing to do they with didn't music. Have, they didn't have the young crowd either. They no, didn't they have didn't. the they young, young have crowd nothing. coming in. You always had that. Yeah, but see, you always what had... made Nassau Rose so ill was because you got Roosevelt here, you got Freeport here, right. you got Hempstead and Uniondale right there. It's, so to go past the one another, you gotta pass the, Nassau and Road. I, that's why I said it was the perfect it was location. A, it was the perfect location. You understand what I'm saying? So, but, but I'm bridge. just gonna tell you from the beginning though, it was when hard. we started, it was hard. No, I get it. We was losing money, we wasn't making no money, it was the rent was due, it was the past due, it was many, I mean, a lot of past due. You know, I almost got thrown out of there a lot of times. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we made it work. Doing this, doing that, doing, doing that. that. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, it started going crazy. When I started, because at first I wasn't really doing a lot of stuff with the music. But then I had to realize, I said, I got to get back to what I know. And then I started doing, then we did the Don Demon mixtape. Then I started doing stuff with the music. And then now everybody starts coming to the store. Mm. And the thing starts going crazy. Right. And then we start selling stuff. Then the white tee thing went crazy. Now we the king of the white tees. <laughs> we the king of the... Because I said, you know what? Because I was selling all the name brand. And I was like, you know what? I had FUBU, Academics, Averex, Sean John, all that mm-hmm. stuff. That was good. But everybody else had that too. Right. So I said, let me get some of the hood stuff. Because remember, I used to do the airbrush with Mickey Mouse and Donald. Yeah. And Donald. Now, remember the heat press shirts? 
They used to have the Cracker Jacks and the Rice Krispies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started selling those. Nobody else wanted to sell them. They wouldn't dare sell them because they're like, it's too launchy, it's too... I started selling all that. I even had shirts that had dollar bills in it. I had shirts that it had, you know, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. it's fucked up now, but it had like oregano and like weed. Mm-hmm. It was like a cellophane bag. Right, right, right. And it had something, something weird. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but it, it looked like one it. One that had coke in it. <laughs> it looked like it was. It yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like catch a break and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Nigga, we were selling anything hood. Like, yeah, yo, fuck. I told you I've been selling hood shit forever, man. <laughs> yo. But this is the. Yo. <laughs> I've been selling yo, hood shit forever, nigga. But, but this is how we. This but is how we started. That, uh, like I said, street gear. Or like a street, they're not gonna sell that. No, no. But that's why niggas came to me. This right. Is, I'm gonna sell what they not what, gonna sell. Right. This is where Long Island go to Queens, to Jamaica Ave to see. That's where all the shit. Because they go to Jamaica Ave and look, most of that stuff. Guess who I was getting it from? My man from Queens. Mm-hmm. He was from Queens, and he was giving me a lot of that stuff on consignment. And I was flipping a lot of that stuff on him. He was like, oh, I love you, boy. Like, he come was, through. He was coming dropping off hundreds of shirts. I was like, because he had the shirts with like Biggie, mm. like, you know, Biggie name on, like Biggie words. And like, mm-hmm. he, was, he was printing them up himself. Right. And he would, because who kind of, no one's going to make that with the cold. No. Like, no. Nigga, those things flew off the shelf, man. No, no, of course $20? they did. Of course they did. What? <laughs> I know niggas look back to like, I wore that? Like, I, I like, wore that and it worked. <laughs> and it, 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 it worked. Bring and look, back now. and the thing like that, when Jeezy, like with Jeezy the Snowman, yeah. come on, man. I saw but thousands. all of that came through. Come on, I saw thousands of Snowman Jeezy. Yo, did you ever think, well, well did you ever think, well, all well, the hood shit. All yo, the yo, yo. And we sold mixtapes. He had all the mixtapes. Oh, he had all the mixtapes. He had all the music. Every mixtape. And then all the mixtape DJs was coming to my store. That's a fact. That's a fact. And then, not only that, we was on the mixtapes. Right. Yelling and screaming about Long Island. Yeah. We had rappers on the mixtapes. Mixtapes, yeah. So you was going to hear us regardless of what. And that's what I mean that you open up the doorways to a lot of brothers. We was on all the mixtapes, yeah. We had all the DJs. DJ Clue, K Slay. Big Mike, Superstar J, all of them shouting us out mm-hmm. on their mixtapes. So everybody mm-hmm. knew from Long Island, go to Central Station because they got all the mixtapes because they, they was only shot. You know, on the radio, they go, yo, go to here and get your mixtape. Right, 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 they go, right, right, right. See DC at Central Station on Hot 97, they'll say that. You understand? But the L joint, they'll come in here and go get a mixtape, and then you hear one of us spitting, and they'll be like, yo, who the hell yeah, is Yeah, then that? we also have people rapping and doing ciphers in the store all the time. So it'd be like, yo, what do you want? We got this. Yeah. It's like the vibe was so, it's crazy. The so, vibe is crazy. So after different variations of going back, so then I end up leaving Nassau Road, which was one of my best stores. But at the end of the day, the landlord didn't didn't want me there. Right. But I was paying. He just wanted the money. Mm-hmm. But he kept telling me that all the different stores was complaining about me. So then he had other people in his ear, other black people in his ear, mm-hmm. telling him if they get me out of the store, they'll take the store over for me and pay him more money. Mm. Just how P 
people wanted my store. You understand? The that's store crazy. not realizing that you are the... I'm the store, motherfucker. Right. You're not going to keep my merchandise. And it's the store's a building. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the store. Wait, what? What? I'm the <laughs> no, staple. So, I'm the staple that no, makes it go to the This is a building. You leave this building, there's no store. No. The vibe the is gone. The church is the people. The vibe is gone. The church is the people. I'm yes. Like, the wait, building's a building. If you're so bad, then why do you He really said the church the is the... Wow. People are crazy. He said they, the church they is really the people. Wanted, they really told the landlord, like, yo. So what happened was the landlord started devising a plan to get me out of there. You understand? Mm. So when my lease came up, the landlord was like, I got to put you through a credit check. I'm already here 10 years, bro. Well, you took my credit check. Right. I'm already here 10 years. Right. He said, then I got to do a criminal background check on you. You're like, dude, my shit's dirty. Yo, dude, I'm here dude, 10, dude, years. Dude, 10 years. What are you 10 years? What are you talking about? Talking criminal about? background check. What are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, you got to do a criminal background check. I'm like, come on, my man. Are you serious? Like, after being here 10 years, you want to do this? So with the criminal background check, if you have a jaywalking ticket, you you're done. You're wow. done. He can legally not give you the a lease. A parking ticket. A parking ticket. You have to be clean, like crystal clean. And nobody's not crystal clean. Nobody crystal clean. See what I'm saying? So I knew that was a loophole to get, get me out. To get me right, out. Right, so right. what happened was, me and him got into a fight. And I ended up beating him up very badly. And I went on a run. For about two weeks. Mm. And uh <laughs> I'm about to say I didn't know he called the cops. And uh my lawyer, who happened to know him and his lawyer, they're mm. all they're all um the, no, they're all of the Jewish faith or whatever. Mm. So they all knew each other, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So what happened was my lawyer kind of negotiated for him not to press charges on me. Mm-hmm. But he said the only way I will not press charges on him is that he has to leave. I want him out. So I either, my lawyer said, you can either fight it or you can leave. And he was like, let me leave. He said, because you, you get, so, so what's the procedures I got to go through? He said, you're going to get arrested. You're going to go to jail. You got to bail yourself out. And then you got to fight it in court. No, I'm leaving. You'll still have the store, but... Nah, you got what you want. But then, and, and then you have oh, to fight I, for the store I'm, as yeah, well. I'm about to say way. Because remember the loophole from the lease. Right. Now I I got criminal charges against me with him. Because you just did what you so did. So now there's it's no done. way out. So no way out. Go ahead. Dude. So I said, they said, all right. So you got 72 hours to to, to leave. Now I was out of there at 24, man. Mm. <laughs> I was gone. Like, so I just said, fuck it. I mean, I got to... Weigh up your options. You I got to weigh my options. So then, I came, then I came to Baldwin. Right. That's 2008. Right. So, you know, and I brought the hood with me. Right. You understand? And then, um, you know, certain guys... There's a guy named uh, E&J that uh, used to work with me in the store. Right. So we're sitting around in the store in Baldwin. The Baldwin, you know, Baldwin was like neutral zone. It's, you understand? Yeah, 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 it is. It is. So it was like one day me and E&J were sitting in the store and we're like, yo, we're going to do stuff to get business. You right. understand? Mm-hmm. So I'm telling him, because we don't know, E&J is well known in the battle world. Oh, of course. I so at the problem. end of the day, so if, you like, don't, if you don't know, if you don't Listen, know E&J, you, you need lost. to start this battle league. Right. You understand? Right. 
So that's when we came up with the ENJ Battlegrounds. For sure. And then I said, I'm gonna start doing my shows again. Right. From back from the nineties. Right. So then I started went and got a a, a, a a club and I started doing the Armstrong Allen concert series. Mm-hmm. So I started doing my showcases again. Right. So now we're doing the battlegrounds in my store. Wow. Right? Wow. And in the first battles we did, we didn't charge nobody. We just did it for free, mm-hmm. for the love. Mm-hmm. But it also generated business for the of store. Of course, of course. The first battle had like over 100 people. Right. And then it kept growing bigger and bigger yeah, and bigger. It got crazy. And then same thing with the Costa series. It got crazy. Start doing the showcases. They start growing bigger and bigger and bigger. So now we're doing these things simultaneously. So what happened was in Baldwin, I started making, you know, good money in Baldwin. And then I ended up having one store here and another store here. I had Mm -hmm. two stores back to back. Right. But the second store was where I did, I had a pool table in there. And that's where I did all the battles at. Right. This other store, the the store that I first had, the Grand Avenue store, I didn't do much battles there. Because it wasn't really set up for it like that. Right. But the other store, we had uh, Strong Island Hip Hop was there. Doing the radio podcast radio show there every Monday, mm. and that would generate mad people. Right, 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 right. Every Monday, people coming in like, "Oh my God!" The whole Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, Harlem, every they would have. Oh, the... oh my God! So then we're doing the battles every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So guess what happens? My landlord was next door, and she had a floral pace. Mm. So every time we did the battles. Somebody would leave, they'd leave a bunch of liquor outside in the back. Mm. And she came over a couple times and dropped a big box of liquor in front of my other store. <laughs> you left this. I was like, oh, shit. Yo, she was like a tire. She was crazy. Like, she was just, bang, big ass bang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Going crazy. Yeah, she was going crazy. Because then the little white kids that used to come in my store all the time, you know, they smelling like weed. They got their pants sagging. Mm-hmm, they bumping mm-hmm. music. She used to stop them like, don't go in there. You can do better. You can do better to yourself. And this is in the... Bo- and this is in the- These wow, are my customers. Wow, that's crazy. This is in Baldwin. She's harassing my customers. So, long story short, had to leave out of there. Had to leave out of there. <laughs> there was no choice at that point. We was on the battles every two weeks, Right. Mm-hmm. And then we was doing the, the radio show. Right. So the battles was at night and the radio show was every Monday. Mm-hmm. See, the battles, they didn't really know when we was doing the battles. So she never came to the see the battles. Mm. But the radio show, they knew we was doing every week. Mm. So they used to sit outside in the parking lot and watch the people. Mm. And I said, they said, yo, it's some white couple and a husband. They sit out there. I said, that's my landlord. Don't worry about her. Mm. I mean, you know, because no, at that time, nobody could, you know, people want to be outside doing ciphers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just wanted to have more control. It was popping. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you, the rent was paid. Right. Do you want the rent paid and you want it to pop or you just want it to be quiet and the rent not paid? Mm. Which one you want? That's the whole point. Facts. So when, when the whole situation went down, she didn't want no money. She said, I just want him out. I got to get my lawyer involved and everything. Damn, so again. She said she didn't want no money. That's just true. So the Grand Avenue store, mm-hmm. the same thing happened. It was fights. It was drama. It was this. It was that. There was a whole bunch of nonsense going on. 
So he didn't want no money from me. He just wanted me out. You got to understand, this is Baldwin. They didn't understand the hood. They don't understand the hood. I stayed in Nassau Road for 10 years because he didn't care. Right, and it was a hood. And it was a lot of drama going over there. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Shootouts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Police, this, right. Uh, But as long as he got his money, he didn't care. He didn't care, right. See, in Baldwin, they cared. Right. It was a moral thing. Mm-hmm. You understand? They didn't want us out there, actually. So then... I go to the third store <laughs> mm-hmm. in Baldwin. So now this store is on Milburn Avenue mm-hmm. in Baldwin Harbor. Real quiet residential area. Mm-hmm. But the store is pretty big and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. But the store was messed up because the store had, the landlords was like slumlords. You understand? Mm-hmm. So they rented me the store for like $1,200. Mm-hmm. The store was twice the size of this store. Mm-hmm. I mean, twice the size. So I'm like, something ain't right here. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And then one day it rained. The whole store got flooded. Mm. Oh, my goodness. He knew that already. Then the store had roaches. Mm. I mean, they'll run out like this. Right here, right now. They'll be like, in the gear. Everywhere. Customers like, oh, my God. I'm gonna pull the shirt up. Roach come out. Like, I'll tell you the good, bad, and the ugly. Damn, That's what I'm saying. Son. So that store, so that store, I just said, you know what? I'm not even going to sell. I'm not even, I'm even selling clothes. So I just started doing, I brought my showcases there. I started doing shows in the store. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Every week, I'm doing showcases in the store. Because the store was big. I, I built a stage in the right, store. Right, right, right. Wow. So I'm doing showcases. We charging at the door. <laughs> I'm trying to sell clothes. It is what it at is. At night. You know, like we quiet in the daytime, but at night, oh, it was a lot. A it was, it was popping. The, the police department, the building department, the health department, everybody came down on me. Everybody, everybody. Ran so you had to go from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, see, I never get. I ended up getting locked up. Oh, because yeah, I never got locked up. Yeah. Damn. I got locked up. So. Anyway, so yeah, so we did, the last thing I did over there was was the rap battle. That was mm-hmm. the Greedy versus Buddy. You understand? Right. That was a big rap battle with Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. We had like that place. Like, no, no, two, that was crazy. That was crazy, that right? Was crazy. So then after that, I kind of got locked up, came home, and then um, did two years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Came home, didn't know what I was going to do, had nothing, whatever. So then Tone again, back to Tone. Mm. Tone was like, hey, you know, come to Freeport. Why don't you, that's your hometown. Mm-hmm. Why don't you open something in Freeport? He said, I'll help you open something in Freeport. So he helped me open up the store that I had in Freeport. Mm-hmm. But what happened was every, people knew that Tone helped me open up the store in Freeport. So people kept coming to him, and I was still on parole. So they kept coming to him, telling him, all the stuff that I was doing at the store because I started doing the ciphers again. I started yeah, doing this. Yeah, yeah. And then I had 100 people. No, no, no. But he's there. thinking of you on parole. You can't be doing No, all. but they're telling him that Dave had 100 people in the store. Wow. They told him one day like a pregnant lady couldn't walk by because I had niggas standing outside Damn. the store. You know, you kept telling him stuff. Yeah, and then, like I said, y'all know the whole story. So this is my mentor. Right. And I don't want to argue with my mentor. I had too right. much respect and love. He did too much for me. Mm-hmm. For me to be arguing with him every day right. about what people's telling him. And he's not going to tell me who the people are. No, he's not right. going to do that. He's not going to do that because no. that's the old school rules. And he's not going to tell me. He's just mm-hmm. telling me what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
then somebody actually went to the landlord and was telling him a little bit of stuff, you know. Oh, he did these rap shows. He did this. He had this. He had that. And then the landlord came to tone. It was like, listen, I'm hearing this stuff about this guy. (laughs) I don't want him here because I'm hearing this. I'm hearing that. I see we have all these people here. Because it's black people. Right. Let's not get it twisted. And they scared of that. Let's get it twisted. It's black, Spanish. Let's not get it twisted. Right. They see a bunch of niggas. They be some Spanish. They don't want it. Mm -mm. That's the way it is. There's There's no more... It's that's the way. It's it not is. hidden. Let's not let's not get it twisted here. There's right. a bunch of there's a bunch of white kids in there. They wouldn't say nothing. Right. But they see a bunch of black kids and they're young black men. They're like, oh no, hell no, hell it's no. It's not going down. This is what it, this is how this goes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying this. So I'm gonna skip past it because we're gonna end this. Yeah, got you. But um, mm-hmm. so now I'm here. Right. <laughs> so I came here in 18. Mm. Right. So. I didn't know, like, like I said, I thought I took a break, mm-hmm. you know, like a break yeah, from the yeah, stores yeah. and whatever. I kind of went back to school myself. Mm-hmm. I'm in the library day. I just I had to go back and try to you like renewing your history, do, teach myself, reteach yes. myself how to do the stores again. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, it's just I gotta reteach myself how to do stuff better. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Just like more. So then, way. like I said, and Jay called me, like, yo, D, what you doing with the store? What you doing? What you doing? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to do something. I don't know. I'm going to figure something out. I'm going to look for a blah, 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 blah. Uh, he said he retired. Mm-hmm. You know, he, said, he said he retired. Ah, he, he said he retired? He said he retired. He said he retired. No. He said he retired. Let me tell you. He said he retired. Let me tell you. It took a year to get yourself together. I was talking to somebody yesterday from... Vacation from stores. He was taking a break. No, I did say that. You did say that? Yeah, I was. I said I was fed up. I was fed up. I was fed up. I was taking a break. Because after that... after to fast forward that no, I'll, haven't I been telling y'all the good and bad and ugly? Yeah, you told us okay, the good and bad no, and ugly. No, he's right, though. He right, though. I, I was fed up. I was taking a break. I said, no, I'm not, I don't want to do this no more because every time I do something, it's always an issue. Exactly. And that's what thing. has to, it has you know to let you know that that's what you're supposed to be doing. Anyway. It was Everybody trying to steal your ideas, steal your stuff, shut it down, but they would want to take because over the business. That's still me. While you were saying... I don't want to do it no more. I'm in the Bronx. Right. And they talking about E&J. Oh, shit. Okay. No, they talking about the battle shit. Oh, they talking about the battle shit? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that's my boy. They like, yo. <laughs> it is E&J. They like, yo. I'm like, yo, that's my boy. I know him, son. They like, yo, that's the craziest shit. Wow, that's crazy. And now he here. They <laughs> said, yo, <laughs> No. They said, that's the craziest shit. That's the craziest shit. That you know that nigga. That I know him, but that happened. That he was just like, yo, what the fuck? Stop saying my name. Oh, they still going back off that yo. first thing? That was... Yeah. How I saw somebody that? two days ago and they asked me Two about days him. ago? Two days ago and they asked me about him. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said he put y'all on the map. That part. <laughs> he said he put y'all on the map. Who? On the battle shit, put put y'all on the map. Also, that just that shit right there. It was like, yo, that shit crazy. Oh, oh, he said, yeah, just having a conversation with somebody, like, yeah, and I was like, that's why we did the battlegrounds. Who else put us on the map? That's why you got the Mike P's and the yeah, all of that Reaper Rounds and the 
and uh, our gritties and all of this. Older, Come on, man. Older, if it older. wasn't for that, it wouldn't be no. And this is the reason on, why. Bro. And this is the reason why I had to come to see you come to on, get now. all of this because. Like I said, you gotta get your flowers, son. You gotta get your flowers, son. I'm just saying, you gotta look at it like this. We created a lot of stuff out here that, you know, was probably not out here. But, you know, the boroughs is flooded with it. Yeah. But Long Island was like real, like, it's not a lot going on mm-hmm. for out there. So we was the ones keeping the whole movement going between That's the battles, between the showcases and the concert series. Between just the music, or oh, being unique, or being unique, and doing that, mm-hmm. and you know, um, you know, the whole we didn't even go into the whole Reek the villain thing. I didn't oh, even go into uh, that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, it's continue. like, huh? I said to be continued. That's yeah, yeah, to be continued. But like I said, it's like, you know, you got to look at it like for so for here, we we we've been doing a lot of events over here, mm-hmm. but it's low key now. Mm-hmm. No police presence, no nothing. Right. And we have a couple hundred people here, mm-hmm. but it's all cool. It's low key. We figured out how to do it. Right. Where it's under the radar. Right. You understand? And it's like everyone stays inside. We got a back patio back there. They go in the back. Mm-hmm. No one's outside. No dice games in the front. Right. Word. No out blowing it down. No blowing it down. <laughs> no of that. Right, right, talk, right, no, right, no, right, no, right, no, right, no. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it is, it's maybe one or two people. You know what right. I'm saying? Not a, like a hundred people. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we, and we've done a lot of, we've done pop-up shops here for different artists, mm-hmm. with different clothing brands. We've done book signings. We've done mixtape signings. We've done a lot of Big stuff since facts. we've been here. We've done like, probably like, Maybe twenty events already. Mm-hmm. You understand? And not one time has the police came in. No, because everything was organized. Because it's been low key. We figured out how to do it, where it was like we're not on the radar. Right. You understand? So it's like people, oh, you're here. Damn, I even know the store was here. But then they go to the Instagram. They're like, damn, y'all doing all that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because we'll put it on like to the YouTube. Like, damn, it was that many people. One day he had a kids. His, his son had a birthday party here. Mm-hmm. Nah, that yeah, was like fire. 50 kids. It was fire. You saw it, right? That's what was fire. People like, God damn, you had all them kids in there. See, that's what and they was having mad it was, fun. They, oh, they tore this store up, though. They was having mad fun. They was having fun, They was having fun, though. They was having fun, but I'm just saying this. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, we just did a pop-up shot with the kid, Aggie Dave, mm-hmm. like about maybe a month ago. And like I said, then we did one with Lisa New School. Mm-hmm. We did one with them. They did a new mixtape out. And mm-hmm. we did one with the Lisa New School. The, the three the three remaining members. Yeah, yeah, I just heard they drink. Dinko, Brown, and Charlie, mm-hmm. um, and, and Milo. Mm-hmm. So like I said, you know, it's, 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 it's how you do stuff now. Like he was saying, I was done. I was done. But then I was like, let me find you know what? Let it. me find a way. And, and then I said, I started looking around for spots. And I was like, let me let me look. And then I came over here, and I was like, now nah, I like this spot. And it's I perfect, like right by the heart. And then I went in the, I looked in the back, and then, you know we got a graffiti wall in the mm-hmm. back. Once I saw the graffiti wall, He's I was like, like, I got it. It's done. It's, it's over. over. <laughs> so whatever they said, it's already. It's, it's done. All, my mind was already made up. It's done. All other spots was dead. I looked at it. It was done. And plus, the girl next door in the smoke shop, she gave me the ultimate cosign to the landlord. So. Mm-hmm. But I know her from when I came to Baldwin in 08. So I had a good long-term relationship with her, like cool friendship with her for those years. You know what I'm saying? A reliable source. Yeah. Right. So she was like, I want, like, she can control who comes here. Because she's been here 18 years. 
and she was like, "I want DC." Wow. You understand? So that's that was that, nah. That's that was peace. listen because her customers and my customers are kind of similar. You know, the she geographics, has a smoke shop, right? You know. The geographics and the, yeah. like I said, the high school is right there. I mean, so you can right move in. Yeah, 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 but but it's it's good because we both kind of like play off each other, or whatever. Yeah, but you know, it, like I said, people knowing being entrepreneur, or whatever. Sometimes you can be done. Mm-hmm. You can just be like to you know feel down. Even if you've done a lot, you could just still be like, I don't know about this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's so many obstacles be in your way. And then people be blocking your path, and they be trying to, you know what I'm saying? Just, just to don't derail you, you and don't want to see you, you don't see you do nothing. But you know, as you see now, we almost going on three years now. Mm-hmm. You understand? Being here, and the lease is for ten years. Mm. So it's like I did that because I'm like, we we want to show the longevity again. You understand? We don't want to keep moving from place to place to place to place. Yeah, to place. yeah, no, it's right here. Is where it's at. Oh, this guy came and trapped some clothes. Like, you see this? You see this? <laughs> nah, we got the heat press. If in I don't the back. see you eat, nah, peace, Lord. Nah, we got the heat press in the back. So, um, he he made up a, uh, his own. Like, I help everybody do their own brand and stuff mm-hmm, like that. So, mm-hmm. that's another thing we've been helping a lot of people do their own brand. So, like I said, y'all was here in July, mm-hmm. and we were selling sneakers. We were selling other people's clothes yeah. and stuff we get from the wholesale district mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff I always knew that I've always done from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? But this time era we're in with the pandemic and all this stuff, now now we're going to now, right? right? So y'all can fast forward. <laughs> you know right, 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 right. You good. So the pandemic is like, it shifted everything. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. So the sneakers is not as... Important as the clothes. But the sneakers... A lot of the plugs we was getting sneakers from closed down, mm-hmm. or a lot of them wasn't, and the night wasn't dropping as many. They they started now again, mm-hmm. but at that time they wasn't dropping as many, and then the Yeezys wasn't. It was like the the value of it was started going down and decreasing because mm-hmm. they was dropping too often, it was too much, and then people losing their jobs and the pandemic, and everyone's not trying to buy four or five hundred dollar sneakers, and I still and gotta feed my baby. You ain't got, you know what I'm saying? Right. So the sneaker thing kind of went out the window. Right. So I was like, you know, we're going through a crisis right now. Right. So I kind of like, all right, we're just going to, you know, not even do the sneaker thing no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The pandemic opened, you know, it opened back up. Everybody started coming in for Air Force Ones because those are like the fly sneakers, but they're $90, right. $100. Right. You know, everybody want Air and Force Ones. And you can have a design can, on them, too. You can look fly right. for cheap. Right. As compared to three hundred dollars, right, exactly, 40s, exactly. You can still, oh, I need. So that's how the Air Force One started becoming more popular because people like, yo, I want to, I can be flying and not spend a lot of money. Right. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. people was bombarding me for Air Force Ones. Like it was crazy. So they became a shortage of those things. And so I'd say, you know what? Everyone asked me why I never created my own clothing line. So I go, I, right, you know what? I never had the idea to create it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I never did it. Mm. You understand? No matter Not how because... artistic you was throughout your whole entire life, how many first unprecedented events you had, you still wouldn't think of. Oh. I went, I didn't have the idea uh-huh. to do it. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I created the NASA shirts in 2000. Mm-hmm. I stopped selling them like 2003, 
maybe four. Mm. And then I didn't create another design until 2010, which is Armstrong Allen. Wow. Mm -hmm. So 2010 to 2020, I've been selling it 10 years. Mm. It was an idea. Wow. A great idea. You understand? And it and that's up. 20 years. Mm -hmm. So two ideas in 20 years. You understand? Mm -hmm. But two ideas that I can sustain forever. Oh, wow. for sure. Yeah. That's royalties. That's like royalties. That's the key. Right. So then I come up with the Central Station T-shirt parlor, CSTP. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, T-shirt parlor. What, what, is the, what would be a T-shirt parlor? It's like an ice I cream said, parlor. Like a, a different flavor. parlor different flavors of the t-shirts absolutely mm -hmm. so as you will see coming the summer you're gonna see us have our own t-shirts all with different flavors of the t-shirts right because right. you hey, jeans blue you can have 70,000 right. pair of blue jeans so you can have all the t-shirts but I have all the names for the t-shirts now if you could get the wax mm. paper with the t-shirts like it's ice cream and put it with the wax you know I how can. you fucked it up you didn't do it. know it's done. it's done you didn't know this is what the t-shirt parlor is bro <laughs> This is why you see the red and white logo. Right. You understand? I dig mm -hmm. it. I dig because it. the other day, a guy from my ice cream shop came in here in Malvern. Mm -hmm. And he wants to do a collaboration with me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because he he caught it. Right. You he understand? caught the idea. He caught the idea. Yeah. He said, what's the t-shirt parlor? I said, it's like t-shirt, but based on an ice cream parlor. Mm. And he was like, oh, because he owns ice cream parlor. And he's about to kill him. So now he's like, mm -hmm. he was just here yesterday. Oh. And he wants to do, I mean, he was here a month ago. We went mm -hmm. over there and got some ice cream and stuff like that. And then we're, we're figuring out, you know, when the, he closed for the season, mm -hmm. but he opened back up in March. Mm -hmm. right. So when we do it, we're going to do a collaboration where we have the cone with the t-shirt t -shirt on the cone. Yeah. And we do okay. it, yeah. We're gonna do, and we're going to do a collaboration with the shirts. His shirt logo and my shirt logo, and, we'll and together, yeah, that'll oh, work, brother. Yeah, right. he just he just walked in the door. Oh, we at the we at the point right this now. This is the second hour mark. Um, every sixty minutes, we gonna wrap up this oh, we and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, we at the point. We about to wrap this shirt, wrap this up. So now y'all know. Mm -hmm. Central Station T-shirt parlors here. Mm. Five seventy two Sunrise Highway, Baldwin, New York one one five one zero. Come get your flavors, man. Come get your scoops. Stop playing. Stop playing around with that. Boom. Philosophy right. Flux. Bow. We out. We out. Peace, kings and queens. Peace, kings and queens. It's your girl, DJ Jayla Experience. If you want to hear your music played on our radio station, on Xeno.fm backslash kings and queens radio, backslash again and don't forget the little dashes in between each word kings k-i-n-g-s dash a-n-d dash queens q-u-e-e-n-s dash radio r-a-d-i-o backslash zeno dot f-m z-e-n-o Last week we hear our music on rotation 24-7. Submit it. We like it. That was a little talent, talent. We put you on there. We don't discriminate. 
whenever negativity always trying to spread positive. So if you have submissions, you can send it to Kings and Queens Radio 2020 at Gmail. K-I-N-G-S, the letter N, Queens, Q-U-E-E-N-S, Radio, R-A-D-I-O, 2020 at gmail.com. You want to get her? We'll play you. Peace.